everything is inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. I'd like to talk today about necessary endings, new beginnings. We all have times in life when something comes to an end. A relationship, a job, a friend, move to another city, doesn't take our calls anymore. We were going along fine, everything was hunky-dory, enjoying life, and then the company downsizes, we're let go. Our wife tells us after 25 years of marriage, she doesn't want to be with us anymore. The door closes on a dream. We don't have any control over it. It's easy to get discouraged. Krishna or God, where are you? But Krishna or God is called the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He designed certain things, believe it or not, to come to an end in order to move us to a new level of our destiny. When it happens, we don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense at all. But it's a necessary ending. Without that door closing, you wouldn't see the greater things that Krishna has in store for you. Now, we're believing, we're holding on to our dreams, standing on our promises, but sometimes it takes a bit more faith to accept what it is that Krishna is doing, to recognize that that ending is part of his plan. The same God that opens doors, would you believe it? He closes doors too. Sometimes you see abundance in one season, everything's going your way. Another season may seem like you can't do anything well. If that season was abundance, this is famine. You had a great friendship with that co-worker, but now things have changed, they've moved on. If you don't, in fact, understand that Krishna God has necessary endings, you're going to end up fighting every closed door, trying to hold on to the things that Krishna wants you to get past. That ending wasn't random. You're not just unlucky. You didn't get the short end of the stick. That wasn't a bad break. It was the hand. God. He's the author and the finisher. When that door closes, make sure you keep your fingers and your feelings out of that slamming door. Because you will be tempted to hold on to maintain the status quo. And when that door slams, you want to try and stop it slamming. Say, it's not fair. I'm not ready yet. I heard a funny story about a guy who went to see his doctor. He said, Doc, you got to help me. Doctor said, what's wrong? Man said, I'm suffering from amnesia. What do I do about it? The doctor said, just go home and forget about it. <laughs> Let it go. Krishna's in control of your life. He's the one who opens doors. He's the one that closes doors. He's the one that changes seasons. You are in spring. Now maybe you're due for a winter season. Paring down, streamlining. Get you ready for more power, more influence coming in the future. Getting you ready to blossom in new ways. I've learned that Krishna God never brings things to an end without having something better coming, something more rewarding, more fulfilling, new relationships, new dreams, new mountains to climb. That bad break, that unfair situation, that betrayal, don't agonize over it. Get a new perspective. It was a necessary ending. Krishna God allowed it, or at least he didn't stop it, so that you can see the greater things 
that he has in store. In March of 2020, an Indian assistant green card applicant went down with me, just the two of us. We went down to Los Angeles to do a festival of colors in South El Monte. We've been doing color festivals by then, 10 years. And it evolved into a two-day event, just like here in Spanish Fork, about seven or 8,000 people joining in. I was in the Los Angeles temple for 10 years as a life and worship director, so it felt really good for me to go back every year and do a really big festival right in what was my former backyard. So we did that event, as you can see from the poster on March 7th, 8th, 2020. You know what's coming, right? <laughs> the Wednesday after that event, the governor of California announced a ban on mass gatherings. We had Riverside scheduled for the next weekend, and we had San Fernando Valley scheduled for the following month. We had to cancel and we had to refund everybody's money. So what I learned from that ending, that when one door slams, another door opens. It doesn't mean the whole thing was bad. It was a great season. We had a great run of it. Ten years we've done Los Angeles. Four years we've done Riverside. Four years we've done San Fernando Valley. There were good, fun events, well attended. Some people became devotees, joined the temples locally there. Everybody had a great time chanting, dancing with the Krishnas, and got an upgraded, much more favorable attitudes towards the devotees. Lots of books and consecrated prasadam went out. After COVID ended, I never went back to those places. I aged from 73 to 75 then. What I could do as a young 73-year-old, I don't, didn't feel I could do as an old 75-year-old. I couldn't depend on my body as much to drive hundreds of miles in the rider truck, get up every morning to the festival, set up the tents, organize the volunteers, manage the running of the booths, do that master of ceremonies, perform myself, and then be part of the takedown crew. It usually added up to a 12-hour day. According to my Fitbit, about a 14 mile of walking every day. So once they got their green cards, these two Indian assistants, they didn't have any more interest in helping me do the festivals out of state. The International Truck, which is parks over there, was having age-related problems. Long story short, the out-of-state festivals came to a halt. And I was grateful. I'll always celebrate them. I had fun, great stories to tell, the joy and the accomplishment of doing successful events hundreds of miles away from your home base. But ending it all was part of Krishna's plan. Now I have to shut the new thing that he's doing, not to get stuck and nostalgic and all boo-hoo about the old. And in our lives, when something comes to an end, the key is not to stay where Krishna was, but to go where Krishna wants you to go. Krishna God, as you can tell just by looking at him, likes freshness. He's not going to let you get stagnant. He changes seasons. He closes doors to force us into new opportunities, new growth, new relationships. And if you don't understand this principle of necessary endings, then you're going to get bitter when a well dries up. Why did this door close? Why did this person walk away? Why did this contract get canceled? Why did I lose my job? Why can't I do as much at 75 as I used to do at 73? Why do I have any, any assistance? Why did they all abandon me? Hey, Krishna knows what he's doing. Without that ending, he wouldn't see your promised land. Fact is, I think you all agree with me, we get comfortable with success. We don't like change. We don't like to have to stretch, to have to adapt. 
to new circumstances. It doesn't take any energy just to coast where we are. But Krishna, God, loves us too much to keep us stuck in one place. He's not going to let you just stay at one level. If necessary, he'll close doors. He'll stop provision. He'll cause people to walk away. When that season's over, it's not because you've lost his favor. Don't beat up on yourself. It's because he's preparing you for a new level of your destiny. He's preparing you to see favor in greater ways. To discover talent that you didn't even know you had. See friendships, opportunities, fulfillment more than you could have ever imagined. The right attitude is, Krishna, I trust you. I don't like this, but I know it's a necessary ending. That you're ordering my steps. That you would not have allowed the season to end unless you had a new beginning up in front of me. At one time, I annually organized and traveled to 13 color festivals in three different states. Today, I only do three events, all within Utah, Ogden, Salt Lake City, and Spanish Fork. So the door for doing out-of-state festivals has closed for me. However, this is the good news, I started getting invited to be a performer and a master of ceremonies at other color festivals that other Krishna temples were doing. Earlier this year, I went to Miami, Fort Lauderdale in April. I went to New York State. In July, I went to Michigan in August. I went to Calgary, Canada in June. This is a lot better for me. I end up attending more festivals, but doing less. As far as the takedown and the setup, I offer my service as a volunteer, no pressure. And oftentimes, my hosts will not allow me to work at the setup or to stay around for the takedown. They say, Jeru, you rest up for the event while we set everything up and take it down. And I say, well, if you insist. <laughs> I travel is paid for. I'm hosted by wonderful devotee families in their homes. I usually stay over Sunday and give the Sunday feast talk wherever I am. And I'm doing as many festivals as I ever did, reaching as many people as I ever did before, but at greater distances and not having to take any of the emotional or physical stress of organizing it. It's the best of both worlds. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. When Krishna closes the door, there's nothing you can do to open. Krishna wants someone to leave like those young Indian men when they got their green cards. I have to just accept that their part in my story is over. When the international truck starts overheating on every small hill, you have to call it a day. Some people and some things are like scaffolding. They come into your life for a season to get you at a certain point. But if they stay, they limit your growth. That scaffolding has to come off at a certain point so that you can rise higher. Sometimes when I pray, Krishna, change his mind. Cause him to stay. Don't let her leave me. Sometimes we're praying against the very thing that Krishna has ordained. What he set in motion. We think, man, the enemy of mine is shutting the door on me. No. The enemy, Maya, whose job it is to keep us revolving, birth, death, disease, and old age in this material world, Maya is not in control of your doors. Krishna, God, is the doorkeeper. He's the one who opens or closes doors, brings some people in, moves other people out. And when Krishna closes a door, you have to get excited about the new beginning that that signals. Krishna's changing the season. 
to become everything that we are created to be, we have to learn sometimes to exit stage right, exit stage left, only in the name of moving forward into new relationships, new opportunities, new growth. I think one of the hardest things for us to do in life is just let go. We fight closed doors, get discouraged over who walked away, get bitter over that dream that didn't work out. And we have to realize that Krishna stopped that, not to make your life miserable, but to get you into your promised land. That season ceased because he's taking you into something bigger, better, more fulfilling, more rewarding. It may not make sense right now. The betrayal, the loss, the disappointment. But later on, we'll see what it was that Krishna was up to. Here's a short story in this connection. The first successful heart transplant that Dr. Christian Bernard did was his third patient. The first two died right on the operating table. But his third patient was a dentist named Philip Blaber. And he survived two years after the surgery. So after his surgery, Dr. Barnard carried Dr. Blaber's old heart into the room in a plastic box. And the two men sat there looking at this dead heart, examining the scars and the thickening of the tissues. Dr. Barnard said, Dr. Blaber, do you realize that you're most certainly the first man in the history of humankind to sit down and look at your own dead heart? <laughs> in a manner of speaking, if the old heart hadn't died, he wouldn't have gotten a new heart so that then he could sit and look at his old heart. You see what we're saying here? God hadn't closed one door, then he wouldn't have been able to step up to another level. If he hadn't caused that one person to move on, you wouldn't have met the girl or boy of your dreams, made your divine connection. If that opportunity hadn't dried up, you wouldn't have discovered the new potential that you have to adapt and move forward. And trust him. When you don't understand, especially when you don't understand, opens doors, closes doors. It's not random, necessary ending. You have not seen, heard, or imagined what God has in store for your future. And sometimes, in order to take you to another level, He has to close the door. Do things that you don't understand, that don't make sense. It looks like a bad break, a disappointment. But really, it's a necessary ending. Krishna is closing the door because he's about to open a much bigger one. It's going to take you to a beginning that you could have never imagined. And yes, rejection always feels bad. It's depressing. It's unfair. Someone walking away, especially after years and years of marriage, that's got to be really, really discouraging. The loss of that loved one when your father, your mother passes away and leaves you all alone in your world. When my mother passed away, I think it was in 2005, the lady who was in charge of the nursing home, she said, Chris, you're an orphan now. And I realized, yeah, we're not orphans when our father passes away, but we're orphans when our mother passes away. And that's painful, but you're right where Krishna wants you to be. You couldn't have moved forward. You couldn't have been the father if you were the perennial child. Prabhupada, our spiritual master, passed away. In 1977, it was the worst day of my life. And yet, we couldn't, any of us have become the men and women of faith that we're supposed to become unless we didn't learn to deal with that big hole in our life and move forward and accomplish the mission that was close to his heart. 
easy to trust God. I'm sure you'll all agree with me. When everything's going your way, doors opening, children succeeding, relationships healthy. But the question today is, will you trust Him when doors close? When people walk away? When the dream doesn't work out? It's not happenstance. It's not random. Not a bad break. It's a necessary ending. It's Krishna positioning you for the new things that he wants to do. One level of glory might come to an end, so you can step then up into a greater glory. The trick is not to get stuck in one place, looking back over your shoulder, moaning and groaning, trying to figure it out. Why didn't that work out? Why did they treat me this way? Why did COVID happen? Just keep moving forward, honoring God, knowing that it was a necessary ending, that Krishna wouldn't have stopped him if he didn't have a new beginning coming. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Some time ago, I think they made a movie with Tom Hanks, I'm not sure, I don't watch the movies, but some time ago, Associated Press shared a story about a man who entered the country illegally. The immigration authorities wanted to deport him, send him back to his homeland. But they studied the case, they were confronted with a very unique international dilemma. The guy stood in the airport, waving his arms, trying to tell the authorities in broken English that they could not deport him since his homeland was no more. He had come from a small country in Central Europe, and in the shifting of boundaries after World War I, his country disappeared. It no longer existed. Well, metaphorically, is that not what has happened to many of us? The old and familiar world we were so comfortable with is gone. Old ways of thinking and understanding have changed. Life as we knew it has disappeared. We can't go home again. We are people without a familiar framework and don't we long for what once was. I heard about a pastor after many years returned to the tennis courts of his childhood. This tennis court was the place where he first learned to serve. It was a place where he first won a set against his dad. It was a place of happy memories. And yet when we returned to visit these nostalgic tennis courts, his heart broke. All over the court were huge cracks with weeds growing out of them. The nets were torn, lying on the ground. The green surface was worn down to the gray concrete. And there was a sign in front of the courts that said, coming soon, more classroom space. They were turning his wonderful tennis courts into classrooms. An old special place of his youth had died and he grieved a loss on that day. Now all of us have difficulty accepting the ending of something sacred to us. We want the old world to stay as it was intact. We want old thinking, traditions, and customs to continue. We want to go back to the familiar and the comfortable and the predictable. In fact, some of us so much long for the old life that we dig in our heels and resist change altogether. We refuse to accept it and continue to live a fantasy life in yesteryear. There are times when Krishna will say, Hey, hello, read my lips. This season is finished. It was a good season. It was productive. You enjoyed it. But in order to see the new beginnings that he has in store, every season is going to come to an end. 
that's when you have to trust Krishna. Krishna, you know what's best for me. I may not like this, but I'm going to stay in faith knowing that it's necessary. It's leading to a new beginning. And when we claim our new beginning, we realize there's a whole new world of possibilities, a promised life pregnant with potential. We realize there is so much more to life than the small circle that we live in. We shake hands with a new purpose and a destiny. We no longer keep Krishna or God in a box. We understand Him in new ways. We see Him in new and different ways. We see Him working in and around us and in other people. We grow in ways that we never thought possible. We live in ways that we never imagined living. We arrive at a level of faith we never thought we could experience. We sense Krishna's sanctifying and glorifying grace at work within us, all because we said yes to a new beginning. And I challenge you today to claim the new beginnings that Krishna has in store for you. Don't stay in the wilderness of the end when a new beginning is calling you to move forward. Mark Twain once said, 20 years from now, you'll be far more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the things you did do. He said, sail away from the safe harbor, explore, dream, discover. Yes, hold on to your dreams. Hold on to those promises, but stay open to the ways that Krishna is going to do it. Some of the things we're worried about, losing sleep over, trying to force to make work out, we don't realize Krishna is the one changing the seasons, moving people out, pushing us into our promise. Winding up here, I wanted to share this poem with you called Hymn of Promise. In the bulb, there's a flower, and the seed, an apple tree, and cocoons, a hidden promise. Butterflies will soon be free. In the cold and snow of winter, there's a spring that waits to be, unrevealed in its season, something God alone can see. There's a song in every silence, seeking word and melody. There's a dawn in every darkness, bringing hope to you and me. From the past will come the future, and what it holds a mystery unrevealed in its season, something God alone can see. In our end is our beginning, in our time, infinity in our doubt, there's believing in our life, eternity, in our death, a resurrection, at last a victory, unrevealed until its season, something God alone can see. In our end is our beginning. At the very last of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Sarva dharmam parichadya maame kam saranam vajaham tam sarva papibhyo mochyasi maam suchaham. Finish up with all varieties of religion and begin a relationship with me. Finish religion and step into your relationship with Krishna. If you do that, I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear ma suchaham. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Last story, many years ago, maybe about 15 years ago, I went back to Pennsylvania, visited the Episcopal Church that our family attended in my youth, visited the grave sites of my parents and my only brother. I celebrated their piety and honored the Holy Church where we collectively worshipped. 
in my youth. And at the same time, I stood there at those grave sites, thanking my eternal spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, with all my heart that he taught me what most churches have forgotten, how to love God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Hare. Hare spiritual master writes, one should be attracted by the beautiful vision of Krishna. His name is Krishna because he is the all-attractive. One who becomes attracted by the beautiful, all-powerful, omnipotent vision of Krishna is both at the end of his material life and the beginning of eternal life. In other words, devotional service to Krishna, Prabhupada says, in full consciousness is the most confidential part of knowledge and it is the essence of the Bhagavad Gita, the Song of God. One who is a pure devotee of Krishna is the best transcendentalist. Krishna uses these words particularly in this verse. Masujaha, don't fear, don't hesitate, don't worry. Krishna, the almighty supreme personality of Godhead, promises his guidance and protection for those who keep him first place. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Hare. When we embrace a new beginning, we can celebrate the end, the end of a life stuck in the wilderness of the past, the end of a life once stopped by stagnation, the end of a life stunted by fear. When seasons are changing, don't get stuck where Krishna was. Go to where Krishna is. He's doing a new thing. And as we look over the graves of our past and have the happiest funerals of our life, we can affirm with honorable pride, the old is past, the new is come, with every rising and setting of the sun, I'm drawing closer to my eternal Lord and Savior. And then Krishna might just look at you, hear your words, and respond with a lump in his throat. Finally, my child has got a glimpse of the amazing future I have in store. If you'll let go of the past, celebrate necessary endings, and embrace Krishna's new beginnings for your life, I believe you're going to see supernatural provision, abundance, greater favor, greater relationships, opportunity, the fullness of your destiny in this life and next life. Back to home. Back to God. If any of that sounds good, you're invited to raise your arms along with me and we can all say together. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hey, Ram, 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 Ram,